Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sisternino back here with the final preseason interview here with this man, Josh Wiggler. Josh, how are you? It's the end of the line. It's the end of the line for HHH preseason. Yes. Yes. It's all happening. Josh, uh, are you excited for today's entries? I am. I am excited. I'm very excited for today's entries. I think that this has potential to be a really fun one. Uh, Joe Mina, very excited to hear what Joe has to say. Joe, not shy in his takes, not shy in his opinions on just about anything. And Rourke Luskin, who is a big Survivor fan, fun person to talk about Survivor with. So I think that they, I got to imagine they both had some scorching hot takes. I don't remember any of them. You don't um, remember. My, my brain is completely fried at this point, but I'm excited to relive it all. Very much looking forward to that. And of course, uh, Josh, uh, first one out is coming to its climactic finish with after the episode airs on Wednesday night, you will have that first interview with the first one out moments after their flame was extinguished from the game. Yeah. I can't say anything more about it, but that's all true. <laughs> you know, yeah. we will have that. We will have that interview, and I think it will be. I hopefully, hopefully, it'll be a compelling story. Uh, you know, I'm I'm very curious to to hear what everybody thinks about the first one out finale. Uh, been a pleasure to put that podcast together. Exhausting to put that podcast together. So I can't even imagine how tired Taryn must be, uh, who has done such a killer job in the edit, uh, and it's been such a pleasure to work on this with him. Um, so I'm excited to have that out there in the universe in just a little while now uh, and excited to to get everybody's take on it and things like that. And it's the final of these interviews, but plenty of fun stuff coming your way during the regular season. The know-it-alls, the final first one out, our exit interviews, our recap, everything. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Rob has website dot com slash iTunes. All right. So let's talk about Joe. He's been a figure that has fascinated me so far in this preseason. And I'm really looking forward to his interview here today, Josh. Why is Joe fascinating to you, Rob? Because I love Tony. And if he has Tony upside, color me intrigued. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think that we spoke llama over the course of this interview. I feel like that I would remember. Um, but of course, just optically, I think you think Tony when you look at Joe. Uh, East Coast guy, works in law enforcement. He's bald. He's got like a shoulder tattoo right. sort of situation going on. It's not just that he on. aesthetically looks like Tony, but he come, it's not like that he's an accountant. Right, 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 right. I think that it's also an attitude towards Survivor that I think that he shares uh, where Tony, I don't think that Tony ever really is playing Survivor for the lights, camera, action. I think he does have fun with that stuff while he's well, out there kind of on the is. island. Yeah. Yeah. I think he has fun with it when he's out there on the island, but I don't think that that's like the draw. I don't think that that's the number one reason. I think that Tony loves to play the game, and mm. I think that he... He's hashtag Team TV, Josh. He is hashtag Team TV, but his initials are literally TV. I'm just saying that I think that he prefers Survivor as a game to win, and I think that he prefers it as a chance to win a million bucks. And I think that parallel holds with Joe, who is not here for the lights, camera, action. He is here to quote-unquote secure the bag, as he says repeatedly. Repeatedly. Mm -hmm. Secure the bag should be tattooed on his forehead at this point. So, all right. Here is our healer, the parole officer, Joe. Joe, have you ever heard of Rob has a podcast before? Uh, you know why? Yes, absolutely. He's my man. Um, I just started listening to him because I knew I was going to be on Survivor. So I was like, what's going on with all these podcasts? I mean, there's a there's like a whole universe 
of like super fans and and podcasts and and blogs. I was just like amazed, literally amazed. All right, well now you're in the belly of that beast because you're officially on RHAP right now. Oh this, shit! This is an RHAP podcast that's happening right now. Obviously, I am not Rob, okay. uh, but I am armed with questions from Rob. Are you ready to rock? Let's rock out. All right. Well, why are you on Survivor, Joe? Why are you here? I told you I'm here to secure the bag. Just want the money. You know, 700k after taxes. I could do a lot of damage. Have two children. If I could set them up with a, with a nice fun, you know, they don't have to worry about school loans like I do, and you know, I could give them a good twenty percent down payment on their first home. Why not? You know, who are you going to try to play like? Anyone from Survivor history whose game you want to emulate out here? Man, I am a combination of. Well, obviously, the whole time I was going through a casting process, they all compared me to Tony. Um, I think I'm going to be a combination of Tony. As far as just causing chaos. You're going to be a mischief maker. Absolutely, you know. Um, so, causing chaos like Tony, playing 100 miles an hour like Tony. Like, he'd do it in his sleep. Like, sleep when you get home, you know what I mean? Um, but I think uh, if I feel like I have a target on my back, I'm going to play balls to the wall just like Mike Holloway. He, he understood that he had a target and he just won every, every immunity challenge. And then I, I think I have the ability to kind of just slow things down. Um, and look at the bigger picture just like, you know, Jeremy did his, his second time around. He was just calm, collective. Um, so I know that's, that's three big f- shoes to fill. Those are three winners. If you're going to try to yeah. emulate anyone, why not emulate the people so, who've won? Yeah, and a little bit of, I mean, Sandra's amazing at her wordplay, and I think I, I have pretty good wordplay. So those four, I mean, I know they're the greatest, you know, but but I'll probably end up playing like, the specialist, but <laughs> you know what I mean, I think that's that's the route I'm going. <laughs> that's great. Who's your least favorite survivor of all the survivor seasons that you've seen? Who's your least favorite player? Oh man, there was, um, you know, I am. I'm all about culture. I'm all about diversity. Um, I don't care who you are, what you are. I judge people based on their actions. I don't even base people really on their words. Um, and there was, I forget his name, but he was from down south. I think his partner was recently, uh, rest in peace, passed oh, away. Yeah, you're talking about Colton. Colton. Uh, that's not, Colton's not the one Caleb who passed away. Caleb is the one who passed Caleb, away. Okay. Colton is Colton. I just, I just hated everything about him as, as what he represented. Um, and, and, and it's sad because, you know, he's, uh, he, he was gay, so I'm sure he dealt with the, a, a lot of discrimination on his own. And the way he just treated people was, wasn't cool at all. Yeah. How do you plan to start? You know, day one rolls around, you get your feet on the beach, game on. What's your ideal first day in this game look like? <laughs> ideal? I don't even know how I'm going to play, honestly. Like, you just kind of, my thing is I don't have a, you know, people have a strategy and what they plan on doing. Um, I don't have a strategy. I think my strategy is not to have a strategy. Um, you, ha- you have to assess the, the, you know, everything. You know, you have to feel people out and, you know, if people are just, if everyone's kind of just hanging out and chilling, guess what I'm doing? Hanging out and chilling. If everyone's, you know, building a shelter, I'm building a shelter. So it's not necessarily staying low, but just moving along with the game, but doing shit to speed it up when you need to and when you don't want to. So I just, just the flow of the game, it depends. Are you going to spend a lot of time looking for idols? Um, <laughs> that's the only you thing I'm going to be doing. Tony. That's the only thing I'm going to be doing. You know, and the thing is, I'm going to use the fact that. I am Dominican, so I am comfortable on an island, and I know what we can eat. I know how things look and what we could do. Like, you know, so I'm going to go out there and be like, hey, listen, guys, I'm going to go out there and try to find some shit. And I'm, I'm going to have to find some stuff and come back with it. But, yeah, I'm finding idols all day. Like, when people sleeping, I'm out there trying to find them. How much Survivor have you seen? 
I've seen every episode. Every single episode. I've seen every every episode. Super fan. Uh, I guess, but I'm not a super fan. I can't because I'm not a, all over the blogs and people break down the seasons and strategies. You're missing out, man. I can't do that. Like I got two kids, man. <laughs> I got to take. That hasn't know? stopped a lot of super fans, Joe. I, I, I know that. I know that. I know that. But I, I don't know how y'all do it, man. Probably too young. Yeah. Best advice you got before you came out here from anybody, anyone who knew you were about to go on a- this adventure. Everyone told me, Joe, be yourself. You'll figure it out. You know, don't be anything that you're not. Um, so I'm just going to s- stick to that. Sneakiest thing you're willing to do. Sounds like you'd be pretty sneaky. You're willing to be pretty sneaky out Well, here. it's funny because my boys and us, you know, we always do this thing where we say, like, sneaky. That's a sneaky move, and I'm probably the most sneakiest mofo out of all of us. Um, yeah, I'm doing everything. I'm causing chaos. I'm causing, I'm lying. You know, I'm, a, I'm a, an amazing liar, um, and I'm just going to lie about everything and just start, you know, just... Stir shit up. I like to poke. I'm a poker. You know what I mean? I don't, I'm not a big poker player, but I like to poke people and see, you know, what comes out of that. Nice. What are other people going to dislike about you? Is there something about you that's just going to rub somebody wrong? Yeah, I have no filter. So <laughs> I have to work on my filter. Like, whatever's here comes out of here, and that is it. Like, I don't care about anything else. So I think when I, I, I need to just watch what I say. Um, I say a lot of stupid shit. Um, my coworkers describe me as a... You know, the younger brother, all I do is annoy people and this and that. Um, but I say a lot of stupid shit that's probably going to piss people off. So I just got to gotta stay in my lane and, and lay off of that. Cool. All right. Final one for you is pretty simple. Why Why should people pick you to win? Why should you be their winner pick for this season of Survivor? Um, well, I haven't played yet. You know what I mean? So I think you, you have to describe in detail what you accomplished in the game. Um, I don't think, you know, bitter juries suck. Um, I think we've seen that uh, this season that, um, see, I'm horrible with names. That's why I don't consider myself a super fan. But the season that Ty was on, it was Ty, Where Michelle won and Aubrey was there as well. Yes. Yes. Michelle won. Um, Do do I feel like she deserved it? It wasn't up to me. You know, she won. Kudos to her. But I think Ty played an amazing game. Like, he flip-flopped, he did this. But you had a bit of jury. You had the two fools, the the, the, the tall basketball player and, and the other hater, like, just, just mad because he flipped on you. That's part of the game. Like, that's that's the thing with this game is people get emotionally invested. And I don't know how you could be emotionally, you know, emotionally invested, in a, you know, not in the game, but with people that you just met. It just amazes me, you know. So that's what I'm banking on, that everyone's just emotionally invested in everyone, and boom, it's a done deal. But... I don't know. I, I, I feel that uh, people will, will, will vote the fact that um, I played hard. I gave 120% everything I did, and um, I played the game, you know? All right, Josh. Here's Joe. Tall baller and the other hater sounds like a great acoustic rock duo. <laughs> yeah, tall baller and the other hater. Okay, so he's going to try to secure the bag. He uh, is going to be a combination of Tony... Plus Mike Holloway plus Jeremy. Yes, all winners. Yeah, recent winners. In in fact, I feel like that Natalie Anderson got screwed over there in that uh, a little bit. Yeah, twenty eight through thirty one straight. Uh, the line he had about the specialist destroyed me. That mm-hmm. was uh, to re listen to. That's hysterical. Yeah, uh, yeah, funny guy, funny guy uh, with a lot on his mind and trying hard not to commit to anything yet until he knows what his situation is. Um, What are your thoughts on Joe after listening to that interview? I really 
am rooting for Joe, but I'm worried about Joe because as we've heard in these previous 16 interviews, these people are very much in a time and a place of that they just saw Tony voted out in that first episode of Survivor Game Changers where it's like Tony can't be trusted and Joe not only aesthetically looks like Tony, but he is saying himself that he will also be trying to pull off some Tony-like tactics. And I think that people are already going to be sort of hyper aware of, oh, this guy, he could be the new Tony. And then the first time he's pulling off Tony-like moves, I think he is going to be very much on people's radar. And as you and I have spoken about many times over the years, Tony Vlacos may in fact be a survivor unicorn a once-in-a-generation player that came along. It is not easy to recreate what Tony did. And Tony may have just had a special circumstances and certainly is a special guy to be able to do what he did. So while I am very much looking forward to the attempt, I think that the degree of difficulty to which Joe is trying to pull off may be beyond him as a survivor player. Yeah, but it'd be fun to watch. Oh, yeah, sure. It'd be very fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, look, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm ready to go, but in terms of, you know, how high I'm going to rank his chances to win the game, I don't think that he will be especially high on the list. Okay, shall we move on to the final player on the board, Yes, but first, Josh, let me just take a moment as we are getting ready for this season of Heroes versus Healers versus Hustlers, a season where people are divided up by occupation. If you are hiring people in whatever occupation, ZipRecruiter is the best way to go because they are the site where you can post your job to find the best candidates, Josh. Of course, the challenge is always finding the great talent and you don't need John Kierhofer to put that challenge together for you. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites with just one click, 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 click. Uh, their powerful technology efficiently matches you with the right people for your job better than anyone else. That's why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike these other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them just like Joe hopes to do with the idol. In fact, 80% of employees Employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within one day. No more juggling emails or calls to your office. Just simply screen, rate, and manage candidates all in one place with ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use dashboard. To find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, our listeners can post their jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash survive. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash survive. One more time. Try it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash survive. Okay, Josh, let's talk about our final preseason interview, and that is with Rourke Luskin. Rourke Luskin, yes. So Rourke, last interview on the board and last also one last, out. last one out. The last interview on the board and the last interview of the press day uh, by design. Uh, I kept hearing rumblings from my from my uh, great companions, my great friends on the CBS uh, PR crew uh, who were so artfully handling the entire press day. Those people are fantastic. Uh, that Rourke was a big Survivor fan. And that Rourke knew what an RHAP was, certainly knew what an RHAP was. If you listen to first one out, she even knew what a Jim's was, which means she has listened to the Top Chef podcasts here on Rob Has a Podcast. And so knowing that that was going to be a thing, 
I was like, Rourke and I should probably talk last in case we're just like sucking the air out of the room and we're talking for way too long and somebody else gets gypped. Let's just go hog wild at the end of the day. So Rourke was a really, really fun one to close out all the interviews on. I was really, really psyched to talk to her and she didn't disappoint in my opinion. She's a big fan of the show, big fan of the game. Um, she likes Survivor the way I think I like Survivor. I love the strategy of it, of course, but she also loves the train wreck aspects of Survivor, which is very fun for me as well. So we really hit it off. I'm very excited to hear what you think about Rourke. I think she's got a great mind for the game, the way that she's talking about it. Um, it'll be, yeah, I'm very curious to see what your opinion of Rourke is after you listen. Okay. Dying to hear this one. Here's Rourke. Rourke, you're on Rob Has a Podcast right now. Oh my God. I'm so happy to be here. You're an RHB fan? Yes. Love the R-Hap. I will say that the first thing that you said when you sat down was you wanted to talk about gyms. I do. Which means you listen to the Top Chef podcast. You also shouted out Haley Strong, so shout out to Haley Strong here right now. So you listen to all the podcasts. Yes, big Bachelor, Bachelorette fan. Um, Love Haley and Amy. I. That show is so bad for feminism, but so good for my media consumption. (laughs) All right, fair enough. All right. Hopefully, she's not talking about the podcast. No, I don't think she is. (laughs) You're a Survivor super fan. Mm -hmm. You love the podcast. You love listening. But not a super duper fan. Not a super duper fan. That's fine. Well, maybe, you know, you win the game and then you become a super duper fan. That might be the way we go. So you want to woo the audience. You want them to make you their winner. I want to be a sleeper. You want to be... I don't want anyone to pick me up. Oh, so then just bomb the interview and you're going to be all right. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, You're going to be okay. I'll throw it. All right. So Rourke, why are you on Survivor? I am on Survivor because I was ready for just something crazy to do in my life. Um, I'm not well-traveled. I've never had the opportunity to study abroad or do anything kind of out of my comfort zone in that way. I've always been insanely goal-directed and achievement-oriented. Perfect score on my SATs, graduated early, the, the whole shebang. I was a kid when I got a 98. I was like, well, I'm wrong. And so, of course, I'm like, well, what is a badass version of a study abroad program? And it's something where you can win and also, like, manipulate people. And so here we are. Cool. Um, who are you going to try to play like? Who are some of the past Survivor players that you like the way that they played? You'd like to transpose some of that for mm-hmm. your game? I've been thinking a lot about Natalie Anderson, actually. Yes. Um, yeah, I love her. Um, I love how Good she's timing. able to yeah. really see who is on the bottom and scoop them up and use them to her advantage. Um, and so I definitely rewatched some of her stuff. Um, and then um, I definitely, as uh, you know... Uh, a therapist winner, Denise. Um, I think that I bring the ability to really listen and make people feel heard and feel comfortable. Literally everyone, including me, will be scared starting real soon. And so I think like if you're somebody who can make people feel good, then that's a really strong place to come from. Also, if you want to be somebody who stabs people in the back, you should probably behave like somebody who would never do that. And so that's that's the plan. And you do want to stab people in the back. I do. I, you have to. You yeah. have to. Are you scared right now? You said you're going to be scared in a few days. You're not scared I'm yet. not scared right now. Okay. Yeah. It'll you'll, be fine. You'll get there. It'll you'll be fine. There. Who's your least favorite Survivor player ever? <gasps> My least favorite ever? Yeah, you're about to tank a relationship that might have been. Wow. So, so be okay, very okay, careful. Okay, okay, okay. I should pick somebody. Uh, can I say, like, Colleen Haskell? <laughs> She'll never hear. It's really well played. That was good. It was a good move. Yeah, good move. Thank you. Who's your authentically least favorite survivor? Um, 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 I'm sorry. This is hard, and I'm like sapping our time. It's cool. Um, should I pick like a least favorite winner? Just pick anyone you don't like. All right. You know what? I'm gonna. 
I'm going to throw some shade on Jenna Maraska. Wow. Yeah. Is it Maraska or Maraska? It is Maraska. Okay, it's Maraska. And this is great because she's the person who voted Rob out. So you're oh, true. Yeah, you know here. what? I don't like that she said she was going to quit. You know, the I think that she was a... She's a, she's a weak winner. Okay. Weak winner is fair enough. Um, how do you plan to start your ideal day one when this mm-hmm. game begins and you're with your tribe on that very first day? If things go perfectly, how's that playing for you? For me, that's going to look like... So my my little mantra is follow the vibe of the tribe. Um, if I'm on a busy tribe, I will be busy. If I'm on a lazy tribe, I'm going to be lazy. And um, I think that if... you know, Also, an alternative to that is... Don't be the taskmaster. If I want something done, I will do just, I'll just do it. Um, instead of like asking other people to do it with me or it being like, you were wrong to not do this. Um, it's a great voice that you just Thank did. you. Thank I don't you. know who you were impersonating, I'm but known that person my knows amazing that it's impressions. pretty spot on. Um, Hold up. So, hey. yeah, the, it, Sounds like Troy Zan, right? Uh-oh. Somebody is itching for a preseason block. Let's, let's do it. Let's go back. Let's go back. I got to go back. You were wrong to not do this. Um, it's a great voice that you just Thank did. you. Thank I don't you. know who you were impersonating, I'm but known that for person my knows amazing that it's, impressions. It's pretty spot on. Um, so, yeah, the it's whatever the tribe wants to do I will, is my ideal thing. But um, ideally, I mean, I would like some semblance of a structure, um, especially because we probably will have rain. Um, what are your plans for idols? Are you going to spend much time looking for idols, or is that not going to be a big part of your game? I think, especially if the um, I asked... Jeff and Matt Van Wagnon, um, if the no revote thing was in perpetuity or at least continuing through 35, they said that I would find out soon, so I still don't know. But um, I think that you have you, you have to look for them, especially with the power they now wield with the no revote, if that does continue. And so, um, you know, I hope to look. I don't want to. I, I'm not going to be running around day one doing that and making a bad impression. I'm not going to pull a Tony. Um, a most recent Tony. Okay. And it's a Tony 1.0. point now. Yeah. That'd be fun to pull. I don't have that gear. Okay. <laughs> I can, I can self acknowledge Few of us do. Few exactly. Of us do. Exactly. Cool. Uh, how much Survivor have you seen? You said you're a super fan, but not a super duper fan. True, because I have some holes. You've got some holes. So there's seasons holes. you haven't seen. Yeah. How many? I think three. Okay. I have not seen Thailand, which is too bad because I actually think I would like um, Brian. You know, Josh, most people have seven holes. Get out of here. Um, okay. I've not seen Fiji. And here you are. Because it's whatever. Well, you, you can't just judge it without having seen it. I have heard I can leave it's it out. It's actually pretty decent, oh, I okay. think. Shoot. I think it's all right. Fine. Thailand, I'm okay with. <laughs> okay, and then Vanuatu. And Vanuatu. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably my biggest blind spot, actually. Okay. Uh, used to be Palau, and then I rewatched Vanuatu for the evolution of strategy, and mm-hmm. I don't remember having done it. Yeah, well, that's a bad side. No offense to Eliza. Right, of course. Um, so you've seen a lot except for those three. Yeah. Do you rewatch seasons? Mm-hmm. It's a good um, background noise. Like, I have to do a lot of paperwork for having therapy clients, um, like documenting legally in case we get uh, court-ordered, in case somebody does something bad. Um, And so um, it's a great, like, background thing if I'm cleaning, cooking, working on paperwork, um, stuff like that. Cool. Uh, What was the best advice you received before you came out here from anybody? Just have fun. You know, and that's that's really true. Like, I think that the... um, I received that advice, and then I myself have been thinking a lot about that Tyson confessional after Rachel gets voted out, where he says, like, I asked Rachel if she had fun, because so many people take Survivor too seriously. They let it define them. They let it ruin their lives. And, like, it really is just a game. And so I've been thinking a lot about, like, just trying to live that attitude. Just live moment to moment? Yeah. That's pretty good. 
what are the other players going to dislike about you? Well, hopefully I can stay away from the, like, corrector self. Um, I also think uh, a flaw that I have... Um, I had, like, a very honest conversation recently with a friend, because um, we, we were talking about two other friends who are wedding planning. One's the bride, one's the maid of honor, and there's a lot of conflict. And so, As it often is. Yeah, and so another friend and I were kind of debriefing what was going on, and I said, the problem is they have really contradictory flaws. The bride is stubborn, the maid of honor is impulsive. Those are really difficult sort of flaws to blend. And um, so it started this kind of journey for this other friend and I about what are our flaws. And so I've been very self-reflective about flaws recently, know it all being one of them. And then the second one is that I try, I can, one of the ways I try and bond with people is find common ground. And I think that sometimes that can come across as like one-upsmanship when I 100% don't intend it that way, but I absolutely see how it can read that way. And so when somebody tells a story about like their cat, in fifth grade, just let them tell the story. I don't have to tell them about my cat in fifth grade. You know, like maybe it'll come up later, but like there's no, I don't need to like match wits in that way. Tell me about your cat in fifth grade. I had a really fat, great cat. His name was McCoy and he was a Scottish fold. Oh, R.I.P. McCoy. I, I assume know. at this yeah. point. Oh yeah. He's gone. Oh, sorry, McCoy. <laughs> it's okay. I'm so sorry. Uh, I skipped past <laughs> one sneakiest thing that you'd be willing to do. What is like the most outside the box, underhanded, sneaky thing that you'd be willing to do out here? Well, so I have a really, really great, I really I hope that I mean I hope I get this far the stars would have to align for this to happen um, I'd have to get this far the no revote rule would have to still exist but I have like a really really I have a great hack for the no revote where it would be super risky because it involves putting votes on myself but it would be like really really cool how would it work Okay, do you want me to yeah, explain it? Call the shot. I mean, because if it comes to pass, then you're going to listen back to this and you're going to think you're a total badass. But it's going to be aired, like, pregame, though? This I don't want to, like, spoil my th- move. This is pregame, but you're calling the move. For example, David Wright told me in the pregame that okay. he was planning on creating an idol and planting it on somebody. Oh, and, and lo and behold, that. it came about. Him. So it's call- you're calling your okay, shot. Well, this could don't be, like, you really awkward. super cool? This could be really like awkward. five people are listening to this That is so not true. That could be really awkward if I'm like, this is a final five move, and it's like, Rourke, number one out. Goodbye. So... Right. Well, let's let's see if it goes. Um, okay. So it, it does require it, it requires a second to think about because it's obviously this no Rio thing is complicated. So let's say I'm in. There are five of us left. I am in the group of three. One of the people in my group of three wins the immunity necklace. So one of us is good. Yeah. Um, I we come home after the challenge. I go to the two, and I say, "Yo, none of us can beat them." I gotta flip. Like we gotta, we gotta flip the script. Let's do this. I will vote with you against whoever person B was that doesn't have the. It's easier when there are names to it. Like you and I it could be something, but whatever. So we'll, the three of us will put our votes on whoever doesn't have the immunity necklace going in. Also, this is contingent on. There's no reason to do this if you don't think one of the two has an idol. Got it. So one of the two, we'd have to suspect one of the minority two has an idol. And um, so yeah, so I go to them, say we're gonna flip. Hopefully they believe me. And um, then I come back to my three. And I say, hey, guys, I have this really risky idea, but here's the deal. I'm going to put all the risk on my shoulders. No risk to you guys. I promise. I need both of you guys to vote for me. And then, so I then just put my one vote on the person I suspect has an idol. So then we are two, two, one where my entire alliance is protected from a rock draw because the votes are on us and we have the immunity necklace. And so the only person who could draw a rock is the person, is either the two of them if we were wrong and they didn't have an idol, but we've either 
but it's the five. You would, why not just play an idol? The question is who to play a four on their end. And so hopefully you've flushed and you've gotten rid of one of the minority. Wow. Let's see if it happens. Yeah, that was my... I, I spent a lot of time... Oh, with, my God. Fan fiction. Exactly. It's, but it's good fan fiction. Let's see if it becomes reality. That's really cool. Uh, why should people pick you to win, work? Why are you going to be the person at the end of the day? Why are you going to be the winner of season 35? I'm not. Definitely go for somebody else. Um, <laughs> lose your pool. Um, I like to be... I love, like, I love a narrative spoiler, I have to say. Um, like, I love any... like. There's nothing I enjoy more than people who were smug and then get just slapped in the face. Yeah. Um, and Survivor has an element of that, so, you know, we'll see. But, um, but no, I think that it, if you choose to put your money on me, um, hopefully I will do you proud. And I will um, get people to, you know, I'll bring them in in a warm embrace merely to insidiously take them down. Oh, that's a terrible way to die. Just you know, in the just of a, a hug. warm hug. Oh, that's like the easiest way to get me, by it's the way. Peaceful. Oh. oh, that's right. I remember <laughs> go, that. Go, you go, love gently, a hug. go gently into the night, young exactly. Oh, God. Well, that would be horrible. Please don't kill me with a hug. I shall not. Okay. All right. But that got a little right. dark at the end. Killing them with hugs. Well, let's hug it out. Let's talk about Rourke okay. Luskin. Uh, there is, uh, just, just to clarify, uh, the revotes are back in for this season. Yeah. That is out there. Uh, so this plan of hers is not. But something I liked that's what she was putting to, down. I mean, it was very that's, complicated. Yeah, that's what I want to talk it about. It probably would have blown up, but I, I like the foresight to be thinking about those things. Well, even beyond that, because I think we would be here for a while if we were trying to unpack exactly what she was planning. Yeah. You guys can have at it in the comments section and elsewhere on the internet. Uh, what did it feel like to you to like hear Rourke hash out strategy? Because I mean, that's something that you got to imagine. Like you're off in the jungle and you're doing a one-on-one conversation with somebody, and you're talking strategy with Rourke. Is that somebody who you would want to partner up with on Survivor based on the way she just articulated that plan? Well, you know, I didn't know she had that gear. I've heard her talk with you so much about how, well, no, I'm here for the characters. I like the train wreck seasons. Like I'm not really a uh, a strategy nut when it comes to the show. But then she really just unpacked like this really complicated strategy for, you know, deep into the game, something that she's obviously given a lot of thought to. She mentioned she had a perfect score on her SATs. So uh, she's incredibly smart and well-spoken. And, you know, I am sort of like having my doubts. I wanted to pick a healer. And I did think about Rourke at one point as the winner pick. She said, don't make her your winner pick. So I guess you're just following her orders, following her orders. But I've liked everything that she said in all these interviews. Interviews, so I'm really looking forward to watching her on the season. My only concern about her going in is the potential physicality where there's been uh, some talk about how she's the girl that keeps falling down. I don't know if that's intentional to sort of lower people's expectations. And I don't know about her physical strength. I do feel like that she mentioned one time uh, that she does something athletically. And I don't know if she runs or hikes, but yeah, she said she said that she's friends with somebody who runs one of the Spartan race type things. And she's happy. She's all in on that. She loves doing that okay. kind of thing. So we'll see. Maybe it's not a uh, major concern, but OK, let me slot Rourke and Joe. And I'm actually going to put them back to back. I'm going to have them at number eight and number nine, respectively, overall in the rankings. I have the healers all pretty high uh, in terms of a tribe. I feel good about that group. Uh, Rourke, I'm going to have at number eight and Joe, I will have at number nine just because gun to my 
my head, if you told me one of these two people was going to win this season, I feel like it would be Rourke before Joe. Okay. So what is the final official list of Rob's power rankings heading into the season? Look okay. Like? Again, uh, this is ultimately, I have the healers overall pretty high. The heroes are sort of more in the middle of the pack uh, than uh, overall the hustlers. I think I would actually downgrade a couple of them, but let me give you the numbers. So I have Cole as number one. I think he's the chalk pick to win the season, followed by Desi. Then my winner pick at Jessica. Then I have Ben as the highest rated hero to win the game. I have Ryan at number five, which I think ultimately probably is too high for him with Devin at six. I think if I had to do this over again, I think I might drop both of those hustlers down because I am not very bullish on the hustlers tribe overall. I have Chrissy at seven, Rourke at eight, Joe at nine. Allen is 10. JP is 11. 12 is Mike, and I have him as the lowest of the healers group. I think that he is a potential uh, person to be the first one out from that group if they go to a tribal council. And then I have three of the hustler women all in a row, Lauren, Allie, and Simone. Then at 16, I have Ashley. And then at 17, I have Patrick. And at number 18, I have Katrina. I probably ultimately ended up too low on Patrick. I think if I had to do a do-over, I think I'd probably bump him up a little bit more to the middle of the pack. But that's where he got slotted. He's used to getting burned. So, you know, (laughs) getting burned and moving. Those are the two things that he's used to. (laughs) All right. There you have it. You've got Rob Sesternino's power rankings heading into Triple H just days away now. Yes. And, you know, if I had that kind of time or if I was Alex Chester, I'd probably be able to do betting odds based on this list. But probably uh, maybe if somebody has uh, wants to come up with that, feel free and take some odds and maybe uh, have a survivor bookmaking business on the side. Probably frowned upon by CBS. Probably frowned upon indeed. Okay. Josh, I commend you once again. Outstanding work here. And of course, with first one out. And I know that the listeners greatly appreciate it. So many people trying to make their fantasy picks also appreciate the outstanding work that you've done. So all of the kudos to you, Josh Wiggler. Tons of fun. Super, super, super fun. And I've been sitting on all of this stuff since April Uh, And I've been so eager to get it all out there into the universe. And I'm so happy that it is out there now. Uh, I have been uh, I've really I enjoyed this cast so much when I spoke with all of them. Um, And I know uh, in, in the experiences of talking to some of the other people who have been doing this longer than I have, that can happen. And then the season's just not what you wanted it to be. So it's certainly a possibility. But I can tell you across day negative one and day zero, I had a blast. Uh, I hope that translates. I hope you guys had fun picking apart all of these interviews, whether it was the speed dating interviews that we did or the interviews in first one out or the Hollywood reporter pieces. They've just been so fun to cobble together and finally kind of convey that information out to you guys. So uh, truly the pleasure is mine. It's been, it's been tons and tons and tons of fun and I can't wait for the season to start. All right. We are closing in to the start of survivor 35. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to not miss anything that we're doing. Rob has a website.com slash iTunes and find out if RHAP is coming to a city near you you in Survivor 35. You can see everywhere we're going on our newly minted events page. Go to robhasawebsite.com slash events for live show information. Follow Josh Wiggler on Twitter. He's at Ron Howard. I'm at Rob Sisternino. And 
one last thing before we go. We have a special musical treat for you to play you off into the Survivor season as our own Shannon Gates collaborated with Will from America to bring you this special Survivor 35 song. Hope you enjoy it. Take care, everybody. the theme lies in you. 